Sports, sports, sports. The off-target ceremonial first pitch of sports and culture. Coming to you from independent remote quarantine locations. With me tonight, my co-hosts, the exclamation point, the passionate one, Reed. Good evening. And the question mark, the man who cares nothing about sports, Rowdy. You said it. And in the middle of the period, my name is Snoop. Gentlemen, episode 150. Oh, that's a nice round number. We are really, really doing this. How are we? <laughs> I've been better. You guys ever oh. dropped a uh, wrought iron uh, window grate on your toe? Ouch. No. no. Yeah. It's very specific. Oh. Do you just want to ask if I've ever dropped anything heavy on my toe? <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah, my toenail is, is got a day or two left on my body I from, from my uh, predictions here. Oh, man. What? What happened? Well, my you, you guys have both met my neighbors at our uh, at our studio at my shop when mm-hmm. back when we used to record on real equipment. Nice ladies, mm-hmm. yeah. And mm-hmm. they don't recycle, so I told them anytime, feel free to put recycling in my recycle bins. Well, they used to have like bars on their back window, and so somehow they un- they for some reason they unbolted those and just like threw the bars <laughs> like uh, near my trash cans. And I was mowing yesterday, and I like picked up the the bar. It was like a big grate of bars, and like flipped it up to lean it against this bush to mow under it. And it just came. The bush was just like, uh, uh-uh, uh, not today. <laughs> <laughs> and it just flipped right back down and just knit one of the one of the square wrought iron bars just nailed me right on my toenail. Ugh. Oh, it's one of those instant like, I could have ripped a tree out of the ground. I was just like, yeah. Just like, <laughs> oh. So I've been hobbling around. And, of course, I had, like, half of the yard to mow yet. So mm. I was just, like, limping around mowing yeah. the yard. It was just uh, pure rage, immediate. Oh, yeah. Instant pure rage. rage. Yeah. Instant rage. Yeah. But other than that, I'm doing well. Good, good. Robbie, how about you, buddy? You doing well? Yep. Just uh, been – it took last week off. Uh, took some day not, trips. Not from the pod you didn't. Well, no. I'm – Made sure to do the podcast, but yeah, we just did some day trips and went to some weird places. And oh yeah, um, you went you know, mound hunting. Yeah, I heard went, all about it. Went to Indian mounds. Went yeah, went to New Harmony, Indiana, which is a weird town. And um, we've uh, we successfully avoided going inside any buildings. So our kids have been using the restroom um, in <laughs> in cemeteries. <laughs> And Ziploc bags full of all over the bleach. Oh no, not no. Uh, so we have the the uh, potty, you know, potty training chair, and so I, you get the little seat. And we just carry that in the car, and then just take the insert out. So they just go on the grass, but they've any, got a little chair. Any specific <laughs> graves? Are they like peculiar about you know, what graves I, they want to? Uh, well, I told I, I told my wife we should start to research the places we're going and try to find like just terrible people. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so but, so it's, um, it it you'll go to that grave similar to like hey we're not stopping again like like you would on a regular road trip like hey. We're getting gas right now. You need yeah. to go to the bathroom because we're not yeah. stopping. It's like, yeah. it's like, now it's like we're grave. at the grave. Yeah. yeah, you picked it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But we're, I will say, we're. I'm not having them um, 
uh, defecate or urinate on actual graves. We usually find like a back area away from everything. Those are just the older graves. Yeah, and just exactly. go, you know, back by like a fence or something like that. Yeah, but, yeah uh, those are just yeah. stones that have fallen over. <laughs> so this, you, this the is, only this reason is. you're saying this is because you're being recorded, which is <laughs> shocking to me. Yeah. That of all the things you said on a recording, this is the this one. This is the filter. Sensing. Well, I just love that, like, uh, you know, I, 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 I think about when my kids are adults and they think back to this like summer vacation yeah. like oh yeah 2020 that was the year like of coronavirus and we also crapped on all those graves yeah we like yeah just yeah. we spent a lot of time with uh dead dead people like <laughs> you in, know what's funny in, in, in cemeteries ancient ancient indian burial grounds yeah yeah that's what they're going to remember from this trip is like they're not going to remember all of the mountains. Like nothing educational. Right. No, no, it's going to be like, yeah, I pooped in a cemetery. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I pooped in multiple cemeteries. Yeah. Like, tons, tons of them. So oh. That was the summer of us driving around the Midwest pooping in cemeteries. Yeah, looking for places yeah. to poop. But that, that is, uh, I will say, though, that it's a good life hack because <laughs> most cemeteries, when you go to these small towns, a lot of these cemeteries, no one around. Yeah. And yeah, you just, you know, do your thing. So when you, you keep saying you, uh, I got to ask, is this, is this just something that the kids have done or is this? Oh man, uh, you, you've been backpacking with me. My body, yeah. turn it off. My body off. shuts down. I've never seen it. Two days. Just turn it off. That yeah. can't be healthy. It, oh no, definitely not. I'm rotting <laughs> on the inside for sure. Um, like I will, I will, I will need, uh, I will need a kidney transplant at some point. Um, the best thing about going backpacking with you, Rowdy, though, is when you got to go off in the woods and do your business, you just shame people. Like, dude, just turn it off. Just turn it off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know why. What are you I, doing? I don't know yeah. why that is, but that's I, my my body's just always done that. It's a it's mm -hmm. a blessing. Um, you know, good well, genius. Yeah, I guess. Something so we got like the, we got the poop talk out of the way. Should we should we talk about sports? Well, I I do do want to make one more comment. I mean, I'm not I'm not mad about this at all. Like I know that's what people typically say when they're not when they really are mad about it. But I, yeah. you guys spent before this show about an hour talking about earthen mounds. Uh huh. Um, yeah. And I got to. With with our lack of roto going on this year with Reed and I, mound building and um, um, ancient ancient formations, ancient ground formations have really taken center stage in our uh, in our pre-show meetings. Yeah, it's, well, this might be some kind of karmic shift. This is this is a <laughs> it's fascinating. Of, uh, whenever there's a whenever there's a, an episode that Snoop's not at, oh mm -hmm. yeah. We're not talking about you, Snoop. Yeah. We're, we basically just talk about Indians yeah. uh, before and after the show. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, no, just it's... hours, hours of yeah. hours of talk about the ancient mound builders. We're gonna it's... figure it out one of these days. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mounds, mounds, mounds. That's our next show. Well, yeah. thanks everybody for joining us. Uh, <laughs>
And now we now, as Rowdy said, now that we've got the poop talk out of the way, hey, hey Rowdy, your beard looks good, by the way. Uh, so now we're ready to go. Thanks for joining us. Uh, you know, since since you made it this far, uh, clearly your standards are low. So go ahead and hit that like button, hit that subscribe button, hit that whatever button you need to hit. Smash it. Do what the kids do, and we'll do what we do, which is uh, hey, Rowdy. Yo. How about, how about some sports? How about it? Hey, you know, speaking of figuring things out, uh, yep. it turns out Michael Porter Jr. has figured out coronavirus. Um, yeah, he's got he's got who, some theories. Who is this guy? Is he a football player? Basketball <laughs> no, player? Michael, Michael Porter Jr. is a this is a second year in the league. He's a forward for the Denver Nuggets. Okay, he was a big time prospect that yeah. blew out his knee from he played for Missouri. He blew out his knee. Really didn't play any college. Came back for the tournament. They snuck in, played one game as a college player, and then went pro. So he's, um, I wouldn't. I mean, he's not all star caliber, but he's the next next generation of stars. He's um, decent. And like I said, he spent one year in college. So of course, the guy's got opinions. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, he was he was recently answering fan questions on Snapchat. And, that, and you know that's that's where you go for your hard hitting news, as, right, as you will do. Right. Whenever I want to know what Cornell West thinks about the latest topic, I'm like Snapchat. Snapchat. Yeah. Noam Chomsky. Snapchat. Go. Snapchat <laughs> me. Snapchat. <laughs> Chat at me. Snap yeah. at me, Choms. Uh, um, so he he said. Do you follow him though? It is. It's known known Chomp snaps. If you want to follow him, on <laughs> right. Yeah. So, okay, sorry. Go ahead. He's in the gnome. All right. So, so Michael <laughs> Michael Porter Jr. said that he thinks that I'll, I'll just read you what he said. Personally, I think that the coronavirus is being used obviously for a bigger agenda. It's being used for population control in just terms Ooh. of being able to control the masses of people. So, first of all, I think oh, like controlling behavior, yes. not so, controlling numbers. Exactly. So okay. when you first read that, I'm like, oh, to like wipe out wipe out a good chunk of yeah, humanity, which is what population rate. control means right the the, the uh, uh, early he, he means yeah. yeah he means like social social control okay uh, mm. so he says because of this virus the whole world is being controlled you're required to wear masks and who knows what'll happen when this vaccine comes out you might have to have the vaccine in order to travel that would be crazy i've never been vaccinated in my life i've never had any shots or anything like that so it could get crazy uh, by the way uh, it's probably impossible that he hasn't been vaccinated because he apparently was at Missouri uh, playing mm -hmm. college ball, right? Mm -hmm. And they require well, the athletes to, uh, to have a two-dose uh, MMR immunization. So, wow. uh, yeah. So they, uh, yeah. So he's he's definitely without. Been can you get a, a religious exemption, like if you're um, Mary Baker Eddy or something? <laughs> well, that's a good point. That's a good point. Um, we might need to investigate Michael Porter Jr.'s uh, religious upbringing. Um, yeah, these are all but shadow lands anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, he said, it's definitely an agenda behind everything that's going on right now, and all you can do is sit back and watch what's going on. Um, so he said, yeah, it's a serious thing. It's a real thing. But, yes, it's being overblown. Um, so yeah. – isn't it interesting when athletes talk about things like this 
that they aren't self-aware enough to realize that they're part of a team and a collective and rely on other people other than themselves to achieve goals and Are you saying they on and on and on. Sports? No, I'm just saying like they operate within a system that relies on a group of other people. Yeah. But when that when that translates over to society, it doesn't. It just kind of falls off. I gotcha. Well, I know. I think you're taking this in a different direction. But even in your analogy, it's a group of other people, and each person has a specific job where they may be an expert in that position. Mm -hmm. Like a guard, a point guard has a very specific role, and the way that they play and what they know is very different than, let's say, what a center knows. So even in that capacity, like, hey, I'm, you know, I'm the small forward. I'm not going to tell the point guard how to do the point guard's job. (laughs) Right. But you got to rely on the point guard to feed you that rock. So you have to cooperate with them. Mm -hmm. Get it inside. Yeah. Yeah. I just don't, I don't, I don't understand the disconnect with sometimes with like athletes where they're just like, they clearly they can operate in a cooperative system, but when it becomes a social issue, it's just like nah, that's that's nah. mind control or population, <laughs> and then yeah, and then some kind of weird uh, take on population control. I yeah. I wish who was ever doing the Snapchat would have just been like mm, citation, please. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And anyway, like if it were real population control, coronavirus sucks. It's like, yeah, it's not good. It hasn't it's not good. I mean, it's killed way too many people, but it's got a long way to go if we're culling yeah. people out of here. Yeah, it's no Georgia Guidestones. That's yeah. for sure. Oh man, is that is that what you wanted to cover next? The Georgia Guidestones. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is right up your alley. I, I think <laughs> if we're gonna if we're gonna go esoteric, let's just not dip our toe in, right? Like that's well, that's a pretty. The Georgia Guidestones were... <laughs> Here we uh, go. You did this. This is your fault. So they were, they were placed in Elbert County, Georgia by Ted Turner. I'm going to, you yeah. know, what? I'm going to, I'm going to name names. I, I, it was, it was, it was, they were, uh, they're these large granite uh, monoliths that were uh, created in, uh, in Georgia by a man using the pseudonym Robert C. Christian, who I'm going to just say... He was he was a uh, he. I'm gonna he, say it. He, Ted he, you know, he's working for Ted Turner for sure. Um, one mm. of the things that the uh, well, I'll just read you what they say. So they they are written in uh, English, Spanish, Swahili, Hindi, Hebrew, Arabic, Chinese, and Russian. Uh, number one, uh, th- so there's ten guidelines. Uh, I know I brought this up, but I do wonder how we got here sometimes. Okay, go well, ahead. All right, so. Um, <laughs> The uh, so they were put put there in 1980. Uh, there are these ten, ten guidelines. No, the, you should. The number one, the number one uh, message is the number one principle is maintain humanity under 500 million in perpetual balance with nature. Yeah. Okay. So and, that, and, and number two, guide reproduction wisely, improving fitness and diversity. And uh, that's what. That's the, the when we've talked about a pandemic in my mind this was this was one of the first places that I went conspiracy wise 
as conspiracy wise, I was oh, like, yeah, okay, sure. so oh, yeah. Georgia Guidestones, like that, that, that's just been sitting in the back of my head. So as soon as I read the Michael Porter thing, I was like, has he been to Georgia? Yeah. What is, what's the connection? That's a good, that's a good point. Um, yeah. Well, he hasn't, I, I haven't seen that, that he's come out with anything else, but his coach did say, um, that he's not the thought police. So he's right. not going to tell any of his players what they can and can't say. Uh, he just said, all I will say is just be sensitive to the current situation in our country and throughout the world. Um, but our players are entitled to their opinions essentially. So I, I like this story for, uh, one reason more than any other it's that that? you've really got two like pretty solid 80s hits out of these two two um different people because you've got uh you've got "Mm, population control (laughs) and then that's a a, uh, pc edit (laughs) yes exactly (laughs) and then you've got um the thought police get me out of mm. my head. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean, that's that's really the only thing that you need to know about this story. So you think he's onto something though? He's got a Spotify '80s hits track. <laughs> yes. Uh, do I think he's onto something? Oh, absolutely yeah. not. I, okay. I don't go to Michael Porter Jr. for my news. I go to Michael Porter Sr. for my news, sir. I oh, didn't uh, go to Michael Porter Jr. for my news, but now. <laughs> yeah. But he did. I mean, he, clearly he's got it mixed up it, with what he was trying to say. It was that it was uh, social control, social not control, a population right. control. Right. Yeah. Um, but the but the population control is where I like, you know, the, like I said, the Georgia. Pretty much every day, the Georgia Guidestones pop into my head. Wow, <laughs> man. Yeah. That's, just what, that's just what Ted Turner wanted. Yeah. Yeah. It's working. It's working. Uh, they were put there in 1980 before I was born so that I would think about them too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, do, you, do you think that Ted Turner's uh, plot included culling the, uh, the population of the Florida Marlins? Ooh, cause that mm. is happening. Mm. That's a good question. We what's got an outbreak. On? We got yeah, an what's out- going on with this? We got well, an outbreak on our hands, boys. It's the Miami Marlins and go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> Uh, Florida men, Miami <laughs> Marlins. Uh, there are now 18 reported positive cases of COVID-19 between players and coaches. Uh, they have been in contact with the Orioles on Monday night, with the Phillies, and both of those teams have returned home, and they postponed their games with the Yankees coming up. Uh, this is not good. Uh, let's see a bunch of statements released on all this. Uh, what do you think, Snoop? Th- this is the beginning of the end, I think. Well, uh, so here's the connect. Here's where we have to go with this. I think pretty clearly, uh, Hal Steinbrenner owns the Yankees. Derek Jeter owns the Miami Marlins. Yeah. Sure. They play in different leagues, but, but who's the, who's the manager down there? Don Mattingly, uh, Yankee. Lakers. Really? So, yeah. Oh, this so really conspiracy the question, builds itself. I've heard of him. Exactly. Exactly. So we have to start wondering, uh, you know, was there a reason that Hal Steinbrenner called it in to 
to shut down Miami. I don't know. No they one will see. Yeah. But huh. it's a possibility. I mean, people are saying, I'm hearing that, you know, there's a reason. Uh, possibly, you know, who else is a good friend of Hal Steinbrenner? No. Donald Trump. Uh oh. So this is interesting, right? I mean, maybe Donald Trump's been uh, doing, you know, not great uh, lately, let's say, uh, virus wise, as he would say. Uh, and he needs to needs to take a little heat off of himself. So what would he do? Well, he'd call his buddy Hal. Hal's not going to be able to pull his own team off the field, but he might be able to pull some strings with somebody else. Bada bing, bada boom, really? Miami. Possibly. I don't know. People are saying I'm hearing. Yeah, this is, uh, <laughs> I like this. I'm just, I'm, I'm just working it out as we're speaking right now. Um, huh. Yeah, yeah, so the series between Baltimore and the Nats has been postponed. The Yankees-Phillies home-and-home series has been postponed. Uh, the Yankees are going to play in Baltimore on Wednesday and Thursday, and Miami's yeah, next tonight. game as for right now. Yeah, so yeah, uh, tonight and tomorrow yeah. or today if you're listening. And um, let's see, Miami's next game as for now is August 4 against the Phillies. Hmm. Well, here's, uh, here's the other thing. Like, Baltimore's terrible, so they don't need to play. And then the second thing is, I don't know. They're supposed to be playing 60 games in 66 days. Right. How many days off can you have? Yeah. And there's, they were going through, I think I, I, there were a few teams. Within this, 11, this first 11-day stretch, there is, uh, there's only like three teams playing eight games. And I think there's five teams playing nine games. And everybody else is playing 10 or 11 games. So there's like no room for error here right. in the MLB. Uh, in the MLB season. So if Miami misses a stretch of five days, so they've got their 16th positive test, player test, um, and all of the Phillies have tested negative, so they're going to go play, which doesn't mean that they're ne- – it just means that they're negative now. It doesn't mean that they're not right. they're not positive, right? So they could get it still. They could still show up. But I don't understand how my – if Miami misses a week of games, how are they going to make that up? Right. How does this thing just not implode? And why, why, why are we traveling? Why are these teams traveling? Why are they not in a bubble? Particularly to Florida. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Why do we have two Florida teams? Why do we have two Florida teams and no Montreal teams? Now we're just getting deep. Yeah. I mean, I'm with you there. So baseball is not going to end well. It's not. What's your what's how many weeks do you think they have left before they shutter this whole thing? Do you think they get? Do you think they get through August? I was just gonna say I'd set the over under at thirty days. Thirty days. Okay. Yeah. And I will not be surprised if it is the under. Hmm. So yeah, that would crazy. put them at the end of August. Yeah. So when, and when you, baseball yeah. when baseball shuts down, that's the death nail, uh, which we'll probably get to later. But that's the death nail of football. So with with that, I know we've got a headline here about the playoffs, Major League Baseball playoffs expanding to sixteen teams. What uh, what do we? Is there an we, asterisk that says surviving? Teams? Well, surviving. <laughs> <yeah. laughs> 
Right. <laughs> yes. The, I mean, the, the eight teams in each side that just don't fold. Right. <laughs> that can still field nine players. Yep. So what are we, what were you, what was your question? Robbie? Oh, just what, how do you think that could impact? Uh, how do you think this could impact that? Do you just think we're going to get to a point where it's just like, yeah, we're just calling the whole thing off? Well, they have to play X amount of games to seed the playoffs. I mean, so I, I just, if they can't finish, and if each team can't play the same amount of games and and fulfill their the the rubric they came out with with their division opponents and all that, then I don't see how you can see the tournament. Yeah. No, and this so there the way that this is happening right now is um, it's going to be all uh, I believe it's all first and second place teams in every division, and then the two best records after that. Hmm. Interesting. So they could all Which, come from like three teams out of one division. Yep. Technically. Yep. yep. So and and it just when they did that, I mean, it just exploded. Um, the odds of a lot of these teams like there are teams right that gives people some shots yeah so before this was announced like in the al according to fan graphs there was really four teams that had a legitimate shot uh of making the playoffs and then two that kind of had uh, a coin flip so it was uh, astros yankees twins rays team in cleveland and athletics really had a shot so six maybe seven if you can count the red Sox. how are the astros even eligible great question and it, i i i'm gonna guess it has something to do with the bushes i don't know Ooh, uh, another conspiracy yes <laughs> and, then, and then in the nl when the bushes aren't busy killing kennedy or causing nine yeah. eleven, or yeah, or <laughs> hanging out with the Bin Ladens, yeah, right. Mm-hmm. And then in the NL, you had the Dodgers running away with it, and then just this huge logjam of the Nationals, Braves, Cubs, Mets, Brewers, Padres, Reds, uh, that were all kind of like between forty and fifty percent, according to Fangraphs. But then when you blow it up to 16 teams. Yeah, you're missing one, and they were hot to death today. They look good. I watched a few innings. The Rocks. Well, yeah. they're Right now, though, surprising to me, uh, because they're not exactly in a rebuild, the Rockies, uh, they only give them a 28% chance to make the playoffs. Really? This was preseason, yeah. But every other team, but like it's easier to name the teams that, that – are 28% or below in the NL. It's the Rockies, Pirates, Giants, and Marlins. Is this uh, preseason for the 60 games or pre-preseason? Preseason for the 60 games okay. with the new setup. So you okay. have every team basically, except for the Dodgers, every team in the NL and the four I named, uh, or, uh, the rest of them are like coin flipper better to yeah. make the playoffs. On the other side, like every team, but basically the Orioles and the Marlins and the Tigers are in it. And anybody could make it at this point. So uh, who's your World Series pick if this if this if they actually play it out? What's what's the mat who's the matchup? Uh I like the who's the matchup? Braves twins. Oh. Yeah. Braves twins. I got Braves I got Braves twins. Yep. 91 rematch, Blackjack Morris going. There is only one correct choice in that matchup. (laughs) Twenty twin twins. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Yep. Yep. So, uh, you know, what does this, what does, 
what does it do? <laughs> I mean, I think this is interesting. What I it think do? Games, it, but it doesn't do anything because they're not going to make it to the end of the season. No, I don't. I just, I mean, what were they been? How many real games have they had? When, when did they start keeping stats? Like three or four days ago? A week? Yeah, yeah. So I like, mean, like they didn't even I, make it a week, man. Yep. And every other team, there are 29 teams that have zero positive tests. Yeah. Of all players and personnel. And then Florida, there's man. one team that has all of them. <laughs> Gotta what, love Florida. What, what, Swamp. Yeah, this is the most Florida thing that could happen. <laughs> it that absolutely is. Yeah. <laughs> this is insane. 18 it's, Florida men all at once. It's the situation <laughs> everybody saw coming. Yeah, uh, for exactly. sure. Exactly. Yeah. Greed's a hell of a drug. Yeah. Yeah. But we saw it. What's funny is it's 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 all of the tests we thought were coming. Like, hey, what's gonna happen? There's gonna be a bunch of positive tests and teams are gonna shut down. Well, we got that wrong because it's there was a bunch of positive tests and team shut down. Yeah, all all on one team. Yeah. Which I guess makes sense, but let's wait a couple days and see what happens to the Orioles and the uh, who was it? The Nats or whatever that, yeah. The Phillies. Or I mean, yeah, yeah, the Phillies. Yeah. Yeah. But then Baltimore's already played the Yankees. Well, like you said, I mean, Baltimore could not field the team and have the same record. Exactly. Yeah. They put out Dylan Bundy every day. At this point, I think any to- team that's wearing orange, except the Astros could probably fold and it won't affect anyone. <laughs> well, and the Astros the Tigers, just cheat on their COVID tests. Yeah. That's right. Yep, they're gonna bang their way to the to a positive <laughs> yeah. or to a negative test. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, since everyone who listens to this podcast uh, just we hear so much fan feedback about how much people love to hear us talk about baseball. Um, Let's do it. Last fan, week, fan last week, feedback is singular. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> there, last week we talked about uh, Fauci uh, throwing out the first pitch. Um, oh yeah, and we found out that uh, Trump uh, is apparently going to throw out the first pitch on August fifteenth. Uh, he at said Yankee Stadium, right? At Yankee yeah. Stadium. Yeah, he I, said last course. Thursday, uh, yeah. Randy, Randy yeah. Levine, the president of the Yankees, is a great friend of mine. Uh, he said he asked me to throw out the first pitch, and I think I'm going uh, to do that on August fifteenth at Yankee Stadium. And I said. How's the crowd going to be? And it's like, you don't have a crowd. There's no such thing. It's going to be interesting. Um, and and just the sports world. So we just, found this out on Thursday? The, yeah. But then the sports world just went crazy because everyone was super excited to see this. And, and but unfortunately, mm-hmm. it came out um, uh, three days later. He tweeted um, bec- that he unfortunately had to decline. Um, he said, because of my strong focus on the China virus, uh, <laughs> including scheduled meetings on vaccines with a capital V, so you know it's scheduled important. two weeks out. <laughs> Our economy and much else. I won't be able to be in New York throughout the opening pitch for the Yankees on August fifteenth. We will make it later in the <laughs> you season. You may not know this, but I have many, many responsibilities. Yeah. <laughs> See what you don't seem to understand is, <laughs> I mean, no, <laughs> let's be real though. Fauci didn't throw out the first pitch either. I don't well, know what he did. Yeah. The ball went left his hand, but that was about it. <laughs> that was yep. bad. 
It was oh, not. Man, that it was. was it, so it we was, found this. It's not pretty. No. So, Rowdy, you said we found this out on Thursday of last week. Thursday of last week, right? And, and when did the Yankees find out that he was going to throw? Thursday of last week. Later uh, that day. God, yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So, turns out the Yankees Thursday uh, after next. The Yankees yes. were were just as surprised as everyone else um, because <laughs> uh, people, uh, according to at least. Uh, some people within the Yankees organization, they said he never received an offer to to, uh, to pitch on August 15th. Uh, and also, uh, there was a source uh, inside the White House who knows Trump's schedule and said, yeah, no, we didn't know about this. That's some fake uh, news. Yeah, so it turns out, uh, I mean, the, the most likely scenario is he was jealous of Fauci. Which he admitted and, publicly. Yeah, and and so he just decided, you know what, I'm just going to throw this out because he he does apparently know Randy Levine, the president of the Yankees, and who mm-hmm. there was probably you know some kind of golf course conversation uh, where mm-hmm. Levine said, sure, yeah, you know, it's just an open invitation to to throw out the first pitch, and so Trump was like, all right. Uh, I'm gonna just pick a date. Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna call his bluff, and yeah, I love. Well, I, uh, of course, Levine said that. I mean, he spent 18 holes looking at a loose belt and sweaty nipples. Oh so, boy, yeah. I mean, yeah. Oh, what do you want? Yeah. Yeah. Whatever I have to say <laughs> to, to to get this game over. Yeah. Oh, get me the yeah. hell out of here. Yes. Yeah. Oh man. Jeez. But, so. I don't know. I mean, it's it's cool that this is uh, reality in our uh, <laughs> country in these unprecedented times, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. ITT. ITTT <laughs> I, in these trying times. In these trying uh, times, for sure. Yeah. So he never had an official. No. Uh, August, August 15th was our, our uh, sweaty nippled president's. Uh, like that came out of his brain. <laughs> so, do they even, so I haven't even looked. Do they even have a game on August? Uh, I think they do. I think they're. I think they're playing the Red Sox then. Mm, okay. So, yeah. So he. So right before he went on stage and lied, he probably asked somebody. Uh, hey, when's the first time the Yankees play the Red Sox? Yeah, <laughs> right. And they were like, "Weird request, but okay." Here, here it sure, is. Sure, August yeah. 15th. yeah. And then they wrote yeah, it yeah. down in giant sharpie. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, man, that's a so that's a great story. I yep. like this story. Yep. Uh, he's, he's got his priorities hey. straight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's. It's important to him that he's shown as a big, tough, strong man. Right. Um, Man, what a waste. What else we got? Um, so w- moving away from, from baseball a bit. Um, Boo. You know how many hate ma- how much hate mail we're going to get for not talking baseball? I know. I know. Jeez. Sorry, guys. But there are, there are other sports, uh, surprisingly. For now. Um, mm. But we have seen some NFL players dropping out of the season, apparently. Mm-hmm. What's, the, what's the deal that here? We have quite a few. Quite a few uh, NFL players have dropped out. Um, a whole slew kind of started this whole thing off with the uh, Patriots. So safety Patrick Chung, 
Uh, Wait, linebacker Dante Hat. Yeah, Dante Hightower, offensive tackle Marcus Cannon, running back Brandon Bolden, fullback Danny Vital, and uh, offensive lineman Najee Tehran have all said that they will not be suiting up for the 2020 season for the Patriots. Wow. Since then, we've got... Uh, now, how people- does that work with their contracts? Like, do they will they get paid for this season? Is Great that a question. good question? Oh, okay. It is a good question. That is a so good here's question. how it will work. So if you opt out and you have, uh, if you have medical concerns, mm-hmm. you're going to get one year of service time and $350,000. Chump change. That if you opt out and you have no medical concerns, then you're going to get one year. I believe you still get the year of service time, but you get $150,000. So why wouldn't you so, just say you have medical concerns? Well, you'd still have to prove it. Like I believe somebody you're going to bring up, Reed, is Nate Solder uh, for the mm. Jets. Mm-hmm. He actually had cancer. Um, and then, like, let's say Tevin Coleman made step aside he has no tevin coleman tevin campbell is uh round and round and round so i'm saying yeah no that's what yeah different person that was good good. man you've been singing a lot you got music in your heart tonight yeah i like it it. this is a this is a side we rarely see yeah well what you're looking for still isn't found uh Yes, uh, I said Tevin Coleman. You said Tevin Campbell. That is a different person, and I'm um, glad we set that set that uh, and cleared that up. So, those are two people that have like legitimate medical concerns. I think there was somebody else. One of these guys from the the Patriots has uh, asthma. Which yeah. good on you for being a Come professional on. football player and having asthma. Get over it. Um, you, you're faking it. Faking it. Come okay. on. So I didn't say that part either. Uh, Just kidding. <laughs> just kidding don't at me um, jk but he opted out and they said yes that's a legitimate medical concern so that's how you know so that's how they're going to get so paid. as of as of four hours ago according to uh cbs sports the teams listed with people that have opted out are the bears bills broncos browns chiefs cowboys eagles Giants, Jets, Packers, Panthers, Patriots, Ravens, Saints, Seahawks, Texans, Titans, and Vikings. Hmm. Ooh, no Colts on so there. That's huh? per, that, no Colts on there. Philip uh, Rivers should probably opt out. He should opt out. So that's that pretty much half the league. Uh, yeah. Andre Smith opted out. Didn't even know he was still in the league. Good for him. Devin Funches uh, opted out. The one that's most Funches interesting. is out. Yeah, yep. and the the two that are most interesting to me are all the same team. Damian Williams, running back for the Kansas City Chiefs, who should have yep. been Super Bowl MVP. Agreed. Uh, I will die on that hill. Um, yep. And which clears the way for Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, uh, LSU Bayou Bengal great. Oh from man, last he, year's he national was, championship team. He was yep. good. Yeah. So uh, th- that's kind of interesting to me, because especially since Damian Williams, like this, he was gonna star. He was gonna be in uh, the the lead role, the at least yeah. to start the season. I right. mean, clearly they had some some investment in uh, uh, Ceh, but for the short term, he was gonna be the guy um, in an Andy Reid offense, in the Kool Aid Man's offense. Right. And the other one is their starting right guard, 
Laurent Duvernay Tardif, uh, who's uh, he's actually uh, finished med school. Twenty-year-old offensive lineman, six foot five, three hundred twenty pounds. Oh, wow. I looked it up the other day when I was reading this story because I was like, "Dude, how big is this guy?" If this guy walked into my exam examination room, like, how scared would you be? How scared would I be? Like, he's just a big dude. Yeah, uh, but he graduated from med school last year at he's 20? 29. Oh, 29. 29. Yep, I think he was. He's been in the league five years, four years. It was yeah. 2014 or 2015. Was when he's he's from Canada. Um, That's an important so, position too. So he uh, has been working in the medical field as um, uh, what do they call him? Um, president. No. Uh, president. Pres- yeah, he's been working as president behind the wow. scenes. Wow. Um, no, um, essential worker. He's been working as an essential worker is what he said. So then he said, he put out a statement and said, this is one of the most difficult decisions I have ever had to make in my life, but I must follow my convictions and do what I believe is right for me personally. That is why I've decided to take the opt out option negotiated by the league and the NFLPA and officially opt out of the 2020 season. So he's going back into the medical field. This is what he, he said. He's trained for this. He's studied for this. This is why. Wow. This is why he's, uh, why he's doing it. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's really cool. I mean, it's cool that he was able to be a, uh, get his uh, doctorate while yeah. playing football. So all I got was my MRS degree. <laughs> Zinger. Yeah. Yep. The most interesting thing about this conspiracy-wise is something that was sent to us by Big City Adam. That we have six Patriots mm-hmm. that have already mm-hmm. opted out. And it, Bill Belichick has got to be the mastermind behind all of this. Somehow this is going to be really? advantageous to the Patriots. Hmm. We just quite yeah. haven't figured out what yet. Especially since they lost Dante Hightower, who is their Mike linebacker, like play caller. And they've lost, what, one, two, two offensive and three are two defensive and four offensive players so far. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Patrick yeah, Chung was... being the other name of note as the, uh, they're probably their best safety. That was reported or like that text or tweet that Adam Schefter put out and said, yeah, mm-hmm. that, that somebody, some NFL exec said, you know, Bill Belichick's behind this. Really? <laughs> yeah. Probably behind the whole know. coronavirus. Like what would it be? Who knows? Uh, probably population control. Yeah. Mm. Well, do we know what if Bill Belichick has any uh, ties to Ted Turner? He has ties Ooh. to Trump. That's something to look into uh, for mm. our fans out there. Do do some do some searching. If, if we have anyone with dark web apps, is it dark web, deep web, dark, dark web. web? Yeah. Anyone with access to the dark web? Oh, this is interesting. Bill Belichick owns twenty three Ted Montana grills. Are you serious? No, I'm not serious. But wouldn't that be crazy? Oh, that would be crazy. <laughs> oh my goodness! I like you know what? He's also a minority things. owner of the Braves, CNN. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I've, I've yeah. only been to Ted's Montana Grill once, but I'll tell you what I appreciated about it. They the had the, uh, the they were like just slightly pickled cucumbers at the table. Oh. And that was kind of nice, kind of refreshing. 
A um, little, zip, little zip to your zap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, not too bad. Um, like, just a, like, on, like, uh, like you would find, like, a, I don't know, a, a free snack mix at a bar or something? Yep, just stick your hand right in there. It was kind of yeah. like that. I mean, it was yeah, free, but it was just free, a, free to the table. Yeah, you didn't have to ask for it or anything. When they, they bust just, the table, they just dump them back in the jar. Right. So, so, <laughs> so they, do they bring them out, or are they just sitting there? Um, they come out. I mean, they come out like when you're seated, like when they bring your waters and stuff. So there, there's a presentation. Here's one thing I didn't appreciate. That um, it wasn't rolls. Wait, are we talking about like, Montana mics? Ted's, no, Monta- Ted's Montana Grill. Yeah. Now, granted, I've yeah. the last time I was at Ted's Montana Grill was probably in 2006 or 7. Okay. But oh, so you don't even know if they still got those cucumbers. At that time, they had these slightly mm-hmm. pickled cucumbers. And here's what I didn't mm-hmm. appreciate, though. They, didn't, they, they had straws, but they were those cardboard straws, which are just... Oh. The, those... T- those those give me like cold chills. I don't know about you guys, but like I get like. I'll tell you why it doesn't give me cold chills. Because I'm a grown ass man and I'm not drinking out of a straw. That's true. I never use straws. What? That's no. a pro tip, buddy. Yeah. Stop drinking out of a straw. I care about your children's future. Oh my god! I gosh, don't drink guys. out of straws. Come on. Ever? Metal oh, here, here's the thing. I'd rather. I'd rather have. I'd rather have no straw at all than a cardboard straw. Cardboard yeah, straw. Don't just, drink. That, that no. mouth. That mouth feel is for the birds. Even for why the. You, even in the drive-through, put it in the cup holder, pop that lid off, and guzzle yeah, away. Why are you drinking? Why are you drinking out of a straw? What Listen, do you? Was, what could you was, have possibly bought that that would precipitate the hey, need for a straw? You so got all, you got a straw in that khaki you're sipping on right now, Rowdy. Uh, first sure. of all, it's a Tecate. Second of all, this <laughs> was, as I said, this was in 2006 or seven before. Uh, uh, cancel culture in the woke left mob uh, <laughs> came after my straws. Uh, so, yeah. See, y'all yeah. can miss me with that. All right? You, you, you social hey, justice warriors can yeah. miss me in those. Yeah, you're not going to. Yeah, this is the hill I will die on. Uh, cardboard straws, just get get rid of the hell. You're canceled. You're canceled. <laughs> you're canceled. <laughs> Hey, since we're since we're dipping into some uh, uh, food tangential talk here, uh, I think okay. it's probably it's probably a decent time to bring up uh, uh, Mr. Lou Williams, who is, I believe, a basketball player. I'm not sure for what team. Uh, who has been in the news because uh, he took, break it down for us, Rowdy. So he took an excused absence from mm-hmm. the, the team he plays, the Clippers. Uh, mm-hmm. To attend his grandfather's funeral. So far, so good. Nothing wrong here. Totally fine. Totally valid excuse to leave the bubble, right? But while he was out, uh, mm-hmm. a rapper, mm-hmm. Jack Harlow, which is a great rap name, uh, a, a rapper named <laughs> Jack, Jack Harlow uh, photo, photo, took a photograph of himself with Lou Williams at the Magic City Gentlemen's Club in Atlanta. Now, this was this was last. Oh, that's a great place. Yeah. So this. <laughs> okay. Coming up. Magic City would have snow though. I'm yeah. hearing people so that, saying so that, was last, that, that was last Thursday. Great cheese fries. A lot yeah. of stuff. A lot of stuff happened last Thursday. 
so this was this, yeah. this was last Thursday. Now uh, he he posted this photo. We should really then, talk to the the lamestream media and get them uh, to align with our release time. I know. Like, well, instead you know, of releasing everything on Thursday, make up the fake news on Tuesday and release it on Wednesday. Yeah, so we can cover it. Yes. Well, so so you know they got all this in the can. Rapper rapper Jack Carlo. Yeah, they got a backlog. Uh, the rapper known as Jack Carlo. He posted this and then quickly deleted it from his Instagram story and was like, "Oh, uh, that was an old pic of me and Lou. I was just reminiscing because I miss him," which is the worst. Attempt at it's called metadata, <laughs> sir. It's like this is like uh, if you if you catch a fourth grader doing something bad on the playground, this is like that level of an excuse. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Rapper Jack Carlo, stick to rapping because <laughs> they're not good at coming up with excuses. I just post photos of my friends because I miss them. I'm not uh, but. With uh, captions like, this is definitely happening right now. Holding today's newspaper. <laughs> <laughs> it was weird. Yeah, Dewey beats Truman. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. That was a history joke. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It landed. So <laughs> the photo is quickly deleted, but then it turns out, uh, in fact, Lou Williams was at the Magic City Gentlemen's Club. But not for the reason what? What? At the Magic City Gentlemen's Club. They probably he, don't have cameras or anything. He was there because, as he has said, uh, this they, they have his they're his favorite restaurant in Atlanta. Mm. Um, and this actually checks out because he does it. Does he, it? He says he went there for chicken wings. And first piece of evidence. They have on their menu exhibit a uh, a menu item named after him. Uh, they they you can go to the Magic City Gentlemen's Club in Atlanta and you can order the Lou Will Lemon Pepper Barbecue Wings. So mm. that is one of only four specialty flavors of wings that they even have. So exhibit A, exhibit B. <laughs> uh, someone on Twitter posted uh, an image of their wings. And fries, they look fantastic. Wait, <laughs> naturally. What kind of, but what kind of lighting? Is this strip club lighting, or is this like regular are like, living room lighting? These are these are some. No, this is this was well lit. These were good looking wings. They look good because there's smoke and lasers and exactly. dollar bills everywhere. Exactly. <laughs> well, yeah. so, so exhibit you're, you're blinded. You are blinded, sir, by the light reflecting on that brass pole. <laughs> yeah, these wings look they're great, and they're, they get served on $41 bills. Well, yeah. <laughs> now, exhibit C is uh, Johnny Football himself, uh, Mr. Johnny Manziel. Uh, Manziel, <laughs> not Manziel, Manziel. An, an authority on partying. Uh, came out mm -hmm. and said... Believe it or not, the chicken wings at Magic City are the best I've ever had. Um, exhibit People D, based on the photo that was on Twitter, these these wings are served with uh, crinkle fries, um, which, uh, as as someone on Twitter pointed out, they said, this is beautiful. Also, let's discuss how crinkle fries hold more weight than any other fries out there. Those are the... <laughs> Those are the quote, we know what the F we're doing in this kitchen fries. <laughs> Imagine this chick 
with shoestring fries instead. It would be like a Sharpie mustache on the Mona Lisa. <laughs> Uh, Twitter, man. That's a throwback to when Twitter, Twitter was hilarious. Yeah. This was last week. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. it got weird after oh, that. I guess that's a throwback. That's what a throwback yeah. is, right? Yeah. yeah. Before Twitter got mean and weird. Do you really think, do you really think crinkle fries are, are a better fry than like a waffle fry? It's well, all what kind of fry they put on it. If they're done right, yeah, we actually ordered crunch. We ordered takeout last night. Uh, from our local pizzeria, um, we actually we actually got burgers. Um, they do burgers and fries. Rowdy, they're Domino's everywhere. They do. <laughs> there are Domino's pizzas everywhere. Yeah. Uh, well, they they got they got crinkle fries, and I gotta say, like, I like a crinkle. At, at first, I was like, these are just like alright of fries. Like, I'm paying how much for these? Um, and yes. They are basically just a right of fries, but they're, they're they're pretty good. They are they got the crunch. Would you rather have a crinkle fry than a than a like a straight fry? It depends on how it's done. Depends uh, on which pizzeria fry you're talking about. Yeah, I usually don't get fries at pizzerias. So no. some other fries that I've been missing are the uh, the fries at Hopcat. Um, mm -hmm. Those are straight fries, and those are very good. Um, but yeah, the worst fry is the steak fry. Oh yeah, for sure. You think so? Yeah. Too again, thick. Again, like, it, it, like can be, it can be done right, but rarely, rarely does that yeah, happen. Rarely are they right. I gotta think a waffle fry is like it, top of the pops for me. Waffle fries are mean, man. It, yeah, it's got more surface area for pepper ketchup. Well, well I mean, it, just scoop it up. And yeah. I think that's the argument for the crinkle fries too. It's their, sure. their, it is their more thick, surface area. They're thick and crunchy. Um, so they're more they're typically more uniform in shape, and since they are thicker, they can handle a deep dip better. Yeah. But yeah. I don't know if that's where they're engineered to stay to stay firm. Yes, exactly. The crinkle gives not them structural integrity. Yes, exactly. Yes, engineered to stay firm, not unlike Chad Ochocinco. But I don't, <laughs> think that this is, I, do, I don't think that this is a good, uh, a, necessarily a good excuse. Like, you, was he driving through Atlanta? Well, I don't know. I mean, I think he just... Well, that's a ways from the bubble. I, I will say, if I, if, I, if I had just attended my grandpa's funeral and I'm... I'm mourning and I'm like, you know what? I'm out of the bubble. This, this gentleman's club, I'm a gentleman. And they've also mm -hmm. taken the time to name a menu item after me. I should probably just, I'll just stop by. What, what I got to eat, right? You got to eat. Yeah. So I like, I, I don't know. I, I think uh, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt on this. When I first saw this story, I was like, wow, he, could, he couldn't stay away from the strip club. He had to, I'm sorry, gentleman's club. Um, <clears throat> but after seeing the wings, I'm like, okay, those do look really good. How do you guys think they use masks at that club? Oh. I was wondering that. But before we get into that, the athletic, <laughs> which is behind a paywall, I pay for it. Oh, wow. um, they did a full-on um, investigation on Magic City's Baby Lou wings, lemon pepper yeah. wings. 
And they said, uh, before I could even bite into it, my tongue tingled as the sauce touched the tip. My head <laughs> at attention. I needed to pace myself for what I was about to experience. They had the perfect amount of crisp, not much breading to make it thick, like fried chicken, but enough to give the skin a crunchy texture. That's what I was thinking from the from the picture. Yeah, it looks like it, it's very similar to fried chicken. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. all right. Good looking wings. It's they settled. It's they settled. Go. We're sending Corey to Atlanta. And by the way, by the way, they have onion rings. I don't know. Ooh, I love onion rings. Man, but I would pick onion rings over crinkle fries, I think. And I, tater um, tots overall. Oh, One tater tots, tots are the superior small. potato yeah. product. Yes, ta for sure. Ta tater tots superalis. Yes. Yep. And he finishes All with... Right. He finishes with, I'm rolling with Lou Williams on this one. It makes perfect sense why he'd, why he'd follow a funeral by going to Magic City. Right. This is the kind of comfort food you crave. Yep. It makes sense why he wanted his dinner from a strip club. Yep. I'm sorry, Gentleman's Club. Gentleman's Club. club. Case yeah. closed. Yep. Yeah. I agree. Very good. Okay. They look great. Where are we at? How much time? Oh, man. I don't know how. What, what are we looking we at here? we got like three minutes. All, All right. right. Well, you mentioned Ocho Cinco, so let's let's jump into that. Uh, yeah. Chad, Chad Johnson, Chad Ocho Cinco, tweeted uh, earlier. Well, I guess it was yesterday. He tweeted, I took Viagra before every game, and people thought they'd stop me. If my stat line was bad, I wasn't covered. The pass was just incomplete. So... Yep. Yes. So allegedly, he he says uh, he took Viagra before every game, which makes sense in the in the uh, in the realm that Viagra physiologically, is, yeah, yeah, it's a vasodilator, so it sends more blood. It, it creates more blood flow, so it opens up the blood vessels. You're going to get more oxygen, um, and you're going to be able to um, to perform at a higher level for longer. So there was a study done with another vasodilator that did show that if you were taking one, you could have increased athletic performance. <laughs> and in 2008, Roger Clemens said he routinely took Viagra before games, but that's because he's a huge turd. And after you run, <laughs> out, of you run, uh, after you run out of the cream and the clear, then you got to reach for the blue pill, apparently. Yeah. So <laughs> um, perhaps he misremembers, as he likes to say. So there is precedent for this. What do you guys think? I believe um, it. Yeah, I, believe it no. I think, uh, yeah, I could, I could see it. I mean, I did see there was a study where they actually looked at his performance at, because it's uh, the, the extra oxygen um, can give you an, an advantage in a low oxygen environment, but, it, but not necessarily in a just normal uh, normal environment. So they, uh, SB Nation took a look at his performance at Mile High Stadium, which they only had two games to even um, look, at. look at. Yeah, um, and they were and they were like, yeah, there's it doesn't really show any any clear advantage. Um, so who knows? Um, but yeah, I mean, if if that starts to get, I could see if if word of you know, how Viagra could help your performance on, on the field uh, started to get out there. I could see some, some trainers or 
some kind of athletic, uh, what would you even call them? Trainers? Yeah, athletic trainers. Yeah, I guess I already said that <laughs> word. I, 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 I didn't know if there was like a, a more technical term, but I can Does anybody see, in here know how foosball works? I can see them start to say like, <laughs> hey, you know what? You're not going to get, you're not going to get uh, uh, banned or in trouble for this. So, hey, it could give you an edge. We don't know. Uh, it's worth a shot. could give you a rock hard edge. But here's the other thing. It like, could. Yes, this test that you're referring to was a vasodilator, and it was tested on uh, cyclists. So those cyclists were in an oxygen-deprived state when they were testing this. Right. But it's not uncommon for players to be in an depri- oxygen-deprived state when they're playing football, especially like during certain times of the game, like at the end of quarters and end of halves, mm-hmm. or in their, if they're in a hurry-up offense. So I think if we were to compare... Uh, if we were to compare Chad Johnson's career, it would be uh, when they're in um, a slow pace of play versus a quick Mm. pace of play. So if you're in a no huddle situation, how was he performing there versus how was he performing in a, in a, uh, in a slower huddle uh, state. state. So I think then you'd have a better, like, um, sample size where you could compare those two things hmm. or just look at his pants. I mean, they're tight. I mean, yeah. Does, did he or peep, didn't he? Peep game player. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Is that it? Did we do sports? I think Was that's that, it. We did. All right. That's it. We did it. We did sports. As always, I want to thank the Minister of Sound, Mikey, Jet Belly Music, the Commissioner, Brandon Casburn, Food Editor, Dennis Chu, and the Honorary Ball Boy this week is... Honorary Ball Boy this week, uh, RIP to Malik B, early uh, member of The Roots, passed away today at age 47. Causes have not been released yet. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Well, it's sad to hear, but... Rest in power, sir. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or email us at sportsportsportspod at gmail.com with any questions, headlines, or topics you want to discuss. And don't forget to rate us and subscribe. New episodes will be there every Thursday where we will ask, how about some sports? How about it? (laughs) (laughs) Had to do it. (laughs) Had to be done.